You know what I would be great at? What? The warden. The warden? I'd be a great the warden. That's because you crave power. I do. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. But I would be – because I don't want to be one of those guys with the nightsticks walking around across no, the No, you want to be in charge of the guys with the nightsticks. Exactly. I want to be like, listen, I need you to flash a light in these guys' eyes every five minutes. Your tonight. dream? Middle management. I would say that's up. Uh, well, yeah, that is in terms of the entire prison system. That would yeah. be that would be middle management. But yeah. if you weren't looking at the entire prison system, upper management. Absolutely, yeah. I I feel like the the concept of private prisons is they should let you if you have enough like good ideas and private capital, start mm. your own prison. Right. And I'd be great at it. Yeah. One PS three. I'm not telling you guys where it is. You got to find it. I make everybody – well, no, well, that gets in some dark territory there. But, uh, yeah, I just get these guys into shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make them do – Little tic- obstacle courses. TikToks. No, what you could do is actually have a kind of like tactile dome Ooh, sort cool. of setup where, you know, people have to – You don't know what it is. What's that? feels fuzzy. Yeah. I think – Why t- is that gooey? I, I th- a good thing too also would be like crazy like dinosaurs bones and stuff. Like – in exhibits and shit like that. And like a museum. Them, yeah, yeah. And like have them learn about that kind of stuff. Sure. Art maybe. Mogliani. Yeah. Dip in, up in that bitch. Yeah. Uh, and things of that nature. Sure. Kind of educate these guys. That's why they say night. schools. They're just like prisons. And school is in session, and I'm the headmaster. Uh, you know, none of these new characters are working out. The, the warden, the headmaster. They're not new characters. They're just things you want to do. They are things I want to do. Hello, everyone. I'm Liz. My name is Brace. And, of course, we are joined by my personal warden, my personal headmaster, and the Monsignor himself, producer Young Chomsky. And the podcast is called True and On. Hello, everyone. Hi. You know, we talk a lot on this show about a lot of different things, mm. but rarely do we talk about how right we are. <laughs> right wing we are. Right wing we are. Yes. <laughs> no, but there's been, there's been, you know, listen, you, we do a podcast, right? Wait, what? Yeah. We do a podcast. Fuck. We do it sometimes twice a week. Uh, wow. This is blowing my mind. Yeah. For years at this point. No way. Actual years have gone by in our lives. You don't say. One breath closer to death every time. You know, you learn something new every day. Yeah, you do. And we've been wrong before, mm. right? Mm. You know, we don't have to go over those incidents, but we've been wrong. I've been wrong. You've been wrong. Young Chomsky has been wrong a lot of the times, but you guys haven't heard them because we've edited them out. But we've been wrong. And I've been wrong. But sometimes we've been right. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about a lot of different kind of people. That's a podcast brain. That's how you say a sentence when you're a podcaster on this show. And wouldn't you know it, a lot of those people are in, in jail. In fact, in prison. Mm. And not know. in some metaphorical prison of the mind. No, like we are. Or like, you know, oh, podcast prison. Like we put them somewhere. No. Like actual prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so today – Because they're criminals. Today we are doing a they've little. They've been arrested. They've been arrested for the crimes that they've committed that we detailed on the show. That's so fucking true. And in <laughs> fact, you know what? I'll go ahead and lie a little bit. We actually helped the police. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were, we were really, we were you know, actually you joke. I do, but I have heard from souses, which I have not used that in a while Mm-mm. on this podcast that we've been doing for. More than three so, years. Oh, y'all, so long. Um, that people in regulatory agencies, uh huh, plural, uh, have listened to this podcast. Okay, well, let me get one thing straight here then. I'm a baby, right? Yes. Suckling on my mother's breast. That's why you wear the diaper. That's well, okay. I'm not right now, oh. and but I am wearing. I mean, I to be clear, I am wearing a diaper right now. I'm not currently breastfeeding. But when I was a baby, actually, I was visibly not breastfed. But imagine that I was. Um, 
And, you know, that's okay, right? FDA is like, all good. Formula is just as good. All good. Let's dispel with I wasn't given that either. They gave me water. (laughs) Water baby. (laughs) I was a water baby. Uh, And yeah, here I am, 33 years old, adult male, fully in charge of my faculties, Mm. much like a headmaster. And I can't go down there to the barnyard and pick up one of those udders and squirt it into my fucking mouth because the FDA will send its SWAT team down there and start spraying bullets of death at me. You're talking about raw milk? What are we talking about? Raw milk. I'm sorry. No. Oh, oh, sorry. Back in my day, we just called that milk. It's called raw milk now. (laughs) Back in the previous century. Back in the previous century, we just called that milk (laughs) of the year 2000, uh, you know, the 20th of century. Mm. Um, And it just seems a little crazy to me. I take my kids who, by the way, came out of my testicles. I now, don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I'm talking now. I'm talking to the whoever is in charge of teaching, and I take them to my house, and I don't. Okay, I teach them what I want to teach them about how to survive, and work, uh, and not a lot of math or anything like that. And all of a sudden, bam, SWAT team. <laughs> so if you are in a regulatory agency and you do listen to this podcast, turn the guns around. Yeah. You got to stop setting up your homeschool in Waco. <laughs> you got you to stop. <laughs> I'm a walking Waco. Everything that I do is against every – I pollute. Don't quote him on that. I, I don't pollute. I do pollute. No, I meant the Waco thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it was – yeah. You stay polluting. They wouldn't They wouldn't do it. They already did it. What's High the chance pollutin that, and pollute. What's the chance they do two Wacos? You know, it's like lightning doesn't strike Waco 2 is a great band name. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nothing I love more than a band name that's just someone (laughs) else's band name and then 2. Like Misfits 2. Yeah. Yeah, Beatles 2. Anyways, if you are in the Bureau of Prisons and you're listening to this. First of all, fuck you. Second of all, you're welcome. Because we've got a couple of your, well, only two of these are in American prisons, but uh, due solely to our podcast, we got a few criminals in the clink. Yeah. First one, you know her, you love her, Ms. Ghislaine Maxwell, otherwise known as Prisoner 02879-509. Which is how I'll be referring to her from now on. Let's see if I can do that. My God. Yeah, I, I think you can. I mean, it's written right here. 02879-509. Where, you know her, you love her. Where is this mistress? She's uh, she's holed up uh-huh. in the old Gray Bar Hotel uh-huh. down in Tallahassee at the Tallahassee Federal Correction Institute, institution, actually, uh-huh. in, uh, yeah, Tallahassee, Florida. Her, you know, one of her favorite states. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that spot, she had been, remember she asked to go to Connecticut? She wanted to go to the Orange is the New Black prison. Yes. She didn't get to go there. So now she's down in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. I would also prefer Connecticut, I guess. <laughs> um, there's like 800 female inmates there. I got to say, I was looking at the place, at the uh-huh. joint. It's pretty nice looking. Yeah, I've seen pictures of it too. Like it looks like um, one of those movie high schools. Have you seen... I used to, like, in 10 Things I Hate About You, you know how it's, like, that big... I think it was supposed to be in Seattle. It was, like, a big high school. But they're, like, very, like, nice-looking. They're a brick. Or, like, in Greece, you know, like, very, like, classic American uh, big high school buildings. Does uh-huh. anyone know what I'm talking Never about? Never seen either of those. Jesus. I did go to... I did think that's what you were saying at first, but I did... No, I did, in movies. I just said movies. Well, I, I mean... I, my high school was entirely well. They switched us the second year, but this my is high school was—you was, know those like uh, those like trailers they set up. I'm talking about what I see in the movies. My entire okay? high school was in the temporary building. I'm saying like I used to watch those movies and yeah. be like, "Wow, I wish That's I could go to one school. of those high schools that yeah. looks like so normal and look, all those people are so happy." Unlike me, little depressed emo kid. Yeah. That is kind of the vibe I get, although I do not want to be in ladies' prison. So things have changed. I will say part of the reason Ghislaine's in there is due to her visiting too many high schools. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. It's uh, She's in minimum security, yeah. I believe. Yeah, and she's serving out her 20-year sentence. 
She seems to be doing okay. She gave an interview for her first video interview, which we'll talk about. Uh-huh. Um, but before we get to that, she's been biding her time in prison, as prisoners do, mm-hmm. teaching classes. She is, by the way, jacked now. She's like 250 pounds. She's just eating uncooked ramen, fucking beans out of the can. Mm. She uh, she's one of the biggest fentanyl dealers (laughs) in prison now. No, but no, she's been teaching. She has been teaching. She's teaching teaching a bunch of classes and like working in the library. Very classic prisoner activities. Yes. Um, This is a quote taught by Ms. Maxwell because she's a Ms. Let's remind her. this course teaches the three principles of etiquette. She's teaching etiquette classes. Yeah. Focusing on respect, consideration, and honesty. Definitely three things that Ghislaine Maxwell can teach us. Um, apparently, she's teaching uh, inmates how to, quote, maintain high moral standards. And uh, as part of her etiquette classes, everyone's going to love this, Ms. Maxwell reportedly teaches feminism holding up her former friend Hillary Clinton as an example. Interesting. Mm. Apparently she's also teaching yoga. Huh. I don't know if I I mean I guess I would I doubt take that it. she's had teacher training, proper teacher training, but Oh, really? But but I mean if you take enough class at anything, you pretty much teach it. Mm, no. Yoga? No. Kundalini? Nothing like that? Yes, I like that. The reason that Young Chomsky's laughing there is because whenever anyone says anything's flexible in front of me, I just say the word kundalini. You really like saying kundalini. It's, it's, it's kundalini. Sounds, it's kundalini. No, it's kundalini. It sounds, it sounds kind of – it's erotically charged, that I word. think that you would benefit from yoga. Eh, I don't know. Flexibility. It's a secret to aging gracefully. Guys being flexible. Eh. It's good for your joints. Eh. It's true. Yeah, so is raw milk bass. I've taken yoga before. Didn't love it. Mm. One for me, but mm. maybe I'll try it again. Um, but yeah, she is. Uh, she has been on camera interviewed now. Yeah, she gave a prison interview, which I love saying. Mm-hmm. It's always great when you hear the word prison interview. Um, just on January twenty third, just a couple weeks ago or a week ago, um, for Talk TV. Yeah, which is a network I've never heard of, but I swear to God, like every British and Europe and like European. Um, network has a name like, like sky tv talk tv yeah 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 Heart yeah TV. um she uh i will say she looks awful in yeah it. she doesn't look great and she's in front of this kind of I mean, bizarre mural well it's not bizarre but it's a mural mm. uh of like a garden scene and there's like a there's like a deer behind yeah. her and stuff like that i'm assuming that the prisoners it's painted in that. the prisoner the prisoners I, what it looks like is is that somebody did go to like the phone to phone glass thing between them or whatever you know, visitor yeah. center, maybe no glass thing. And then just like help. Well, I guess with the phone, there must be. And then like held up a camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, the lighting is awful. The lighting's Her not great. Her face looks huge. Yeah. And I would say if I'm doing my first in-person or rather televised jail interview, mm. bring a ring light. You know, it, it doesn't seem like she had, I mean, if you're doing this for talk TV, I don't know if she had, she was like exactly turning down 60 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be that no one wants to hear from Ms. Ghislaine Maxwell, which might be the hardest part for Ghislaine of all of it. Well, I do think that the interview, I mean, what were your, because it's about an hour long, although I will say it's actually not an hour long. No, it's just the guy from Talk TV talking. The guy from Talk TV talks for an hour, and there's probably about 20 minutes of actual- Also, he was like classic British- like newscaster face. British newscasters are a different breed. Yeah, they're crazy. Looking. I would say a sub breed. <laughs> I will. Say, I, I don't want to get too crazy. He does seem, you know, I, and don't read into this too much. Subhuman. <laughs> okay, not like he's like bad or should be killed or something. I'm just saying he seems like something that's like less than a human being. Yeah, you know, but still technically human. Yeah. Well, Anglos do descend from orcs. Yeah, he does seem orcish. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a few interesting things. Yeah, she still maintains that the infamous photo of her, and this will be very important in a second, that infamous photo of her with Virginia and Prince Andrew. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, she still maintains that it's fake. Yes. And she said, I don't believe it's real for a second. Yeah. Um, 
And there's some rumors percolating that Andrew is trying to get the settlement with Virginia overturned. Yeah. So famously, we, we talked about this just a couple episodes ago. Mm. Um, Andrew settled with Virginia Jeffrey for somewhere. I mean, I, it's reported differently, different places, because who knows how much lawyers, you know, blah, 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 get. Um, somewhere between 3 million and 14 million pounds. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's probably towards the higher side on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then acknowledged that something had happened to her without taking responsibility. Right. Like a very lawyerly, like they were in negotiations, lawyers to lawyer negotiations for a long time, like for several weeks on the actual like wording of the apology or not apology, but of the acknowledgement that something had happened. Yeah. Um, And now Andrew's team seems to be spinning this up or Royal, the Royals seem to be spinning this up. Uh, that uh, maybe he was too hasty. Yes. Well, there are other rumors that Virginia secured a book deal, which would uh, be contra, I believe, a bit of a gag order that was negotiated as part of the settlement. But it would have been – it's unclear, like, maybe there's some dynamics there that if she has a memoir coming out – that would maybe violate some of the terms of the deal or what's happening? Well, a couple things with that. One is that I had read, obviously not privy to the deal, right? Um, But I had read that it was maybe only like a year-long gag Mm. order and that could be expiring soon and that was like the – or I mean that would be expiring uh, this spring – uh, and that's why. So maybe that's timed with maybe the memoir being announced or something. Yeah, Interesting. yeah. But uh, I think a big part of this push comes from the fact that Dershowitz was able to basically get out of the lawsuit yeah. uh, with Virginia Jeffrey and essentially have her recant. God, tough Speaking of orcs. Yeah. Oh, my God. When is that motherfucker going to die? I don't know, but it's not any – I guarantee he's going to live to be 400 years old. He's just a big old fat toad. Yeah. Very toad-like, yes. Um, but uh, that seemed to have emboldened Andrew's team mm. because it sort of showed that, like, okay, there are some cracks here. And um, – I do hate an emboldened prince. I do hate an emboldened prince. And Dershowitz now advising – Apparently, in an unofficial, although who knows what that means, capacity, Prince Andrew, and is telling him to fight back, Mm. basically. I don't think that you can uh, be like, hey, actually, just kidding. Um, Yeah, I don't really know how that works. Although, you know the British legal system, very weird. Very weird. Famously wiggish. Very weird. Um, But, I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going to happen here. Um, but, uh, but it does look like they're saying this is fake. There is also no original of the photograph that has been produced, uh, which seems to be like part of the, um, part of the push to say that it's fake. Like, oh, well, we'll bring me the original. I mean, God knows if I know where it is, but, uh, Virginia Jeffrey, I believe has said in the past that like, you know, she had scanned it at one point. She just like doesn't have it anymore. Well, before we get to why that photograph is so is back in the news. I do want to just add a couple more things from the interview and, yeah. and what, what's up with Ghislaine, which is she had a great quote about Epstein in the interview when she said, I didn't know he was so awful, <laughs> which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm adding my own color there. But who who wants to sit through talk TV when you could just listen to us, folks, yeah, right? Yeah, I didn't know he was so awful. <laughs> I mean, obviously now, looking back with hindsight, of course, but at the time, I mean, he had lots of friends. <laughs> There was no reason to imagine that he was someone who was capable of evil, which is always a great excuse. You meet someone who's popular. Uh huh. They can't be bad. My thing is, I'm like, well, didn't you like uh, do a lot of that with him? Like, yeah, of course. What it's like just... evil acts that he did that you weren't there for? No. Um, she's got some cool friends in the clink. I got to say, who's the, who else? She's is in got. There? She's hanging out with. A, and this is all alleged, but this woman, Linda Morrow, mm-hmm. who. Uh, was found guilty of a $44 million insurance fraud scheme who tried to escape the feds in Israel. Ghislaine should have done that. Yeah. So maybe they got a lot of talk about. There's another woman in there, which I just had to add this because this is really, this is not, her name's Narcy? (laughs) 
listen, you know, I don't want to be like a whatever guy. Like, Narcy? I don't want to, yeah, again, I don't want to be a whatever guy, but like, fellas, if you're on uh, Bumble and you, and, you, and you scroll across a woman named Narcy, just fucking keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving, brother. Narcy Novak. We're not fucking with no Narcy's. <laughs> Narcy. Narcy. Oh, my God. Uh, what'd she do? Oh, she hired a hitman to murder her husband and mother-in-law, which, one, pretty badass. Uh-huh. Also, scary, crazy. Classic. How do you do to that? Kill, kill your mother-in-law? Classic Narcy. Also, I got to say. My like, married man out there, no. Be like, this is my baby. Narcy. Narcy. Come meet my baby daughter. That's crazy that people name their kid Greg and shit. No disrespect, Greg, if you're listening to this. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the photo because the, the reason that this is funny, that Ghislaine brought this up in this uh, talk TV yeah. interview is that this past weekend, the cover of the Daily Telegraph, yeah. our favorite arch conservative <laughs> tabloid newspaper and in, yet, in Britain, which has a sea of them. And Which, by the way, every British newspaper sounds like the name of the uh, template you'd get on like of Canva or like something like that to make a fake newspaper. Yeah, yeah, for your um, like Superman pro- yeah. fanfic. Exactly. Is it yeah. Superman? No, Spider Man. Well, oh, they're they both newspapers in newspaper. both of them. Yeah, they both. Wait, were they newspaper. both the Daily Planet or is that just Superman? That's beyond my pay grade. I don't know. Come on, man. No, you I don't know. know. That's Superman. Daily Planet, Superman, uh, Spider Man well, had the guy who was always mad at him. JJ Jameson. But Superman and Spider-Man are different comic universes. Definitely different guys. I don't know if they live in the same universe. Um, but Well, one's DC and one's Marvel. Okay, that would be different universes. I can't believe that I'm explaining this to you guys. No. Not a comic guy. Yeah, I don't know. Neither am I. Obviously more than me. The Daily Telegraph cover the photo that, quote, clears Duke over bath sex with the then subtitle... Subheadline: Maxwell family claims, quote, frolicking could not happen because there was not enough room. So can you explain the? I'll describe this photograph (laughs) to you. And I like and I again, I mean, I guess we'll probably use some form of this as the episode image. But like you really need to see the full photograph to truly believe what happened here. Uh, It appears that Ghislaine Maxwell's brother had two people, uh, one of whom is dressed in a sweatsuit. Looks like maybe. Yes, but he has a clearly. Pants. So I thought it was just a white sweatsuit. Uh huh. I think it's white chinos. Yeah. A white sweater. Yeah. And a blue check Oxford underneath. Interesting. Oh, wow. That's like a, at first I thought it was like just like a, a sweatsuit. Suit, but yeah, yeah, but it's not. So uh, that actually might be one of Gillian Maxwell's brothers himself there. He is sort of reclined uh, on one end of the bathtub mm. with his knees up. Akimbo. Akimbo. And his uh, palms resting uh, sort of on the side of his knees. His he looks like he's about to give birth. Looks like he's – yeah, he is he's in the in birthing position. position. He is in the birthing position. Yeah. Uh, wearing a piece of paper with a sort of stern-faced looking Prince Andrew's face printed out on it. Now, yeah. Sitting I, across, he looks almost like he's in a fencing outfit. It does look rather fen- because of fencing. the also the the kind of effect of the the mask, the face mask, like the printed face on the Xerox paper, and then tied, you know, behind his head or whatever. Yeah, is that it? It looks almost like the fencing mask. It yeah. Opposite him in the bathtub. In the bathtub is, and I actually can't tell. If this is a man or a woman. This looks to me to be a woman. Interesting. I would say mannish forearms, but perhaps a womanly aura that I can't detect. I would say an older woman. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, sitting uh, sort of knees, not fully to the chest, but drawn towards the chest. Yes. With- Like little camper style. Camper style. Hands uh, holding those knees, locked into position, crossing each other. Apple watch on. Apple watch on. uh, And sort of- uh, oh, oh, yeah, wait, this is definitely a woman. Um, kind of head a little bit forward uh, and wearing a uh, a printout picture of Virginia Jeffrey, uh, I believe, when she was 14, 15 years old uh, with Prince Andrew 
sitting across from the other model. Yes. So the point of this was uh, to prove two different things. A, that the bathtub is different than how Virginia described it. And B, that it would be physically impossible for two people to engage in sexual acts within the confines of this space, as Virginia alleged. Do you think that this <laughs> photograph, Liz, mm. uh, would would disabuse you of the uh, idea that two people could engage in some form of uh, sexual contact? So I think that in order to answer, you know, like I think that unfortunately this photo suffers from the classic uh, problem where one's attempt to exonerate themselves only begets more questions. This yes. is the classic, my t-shirt saying that I'm not, what is it? I'm not involved in sex trafficking. Has a lot of people asking me. Or really, this is like when you when you kill a guy and another guy sees it and then you gotta kill that guy. And then he turns out he's on the phone. And the guy he's on the phone with is a president. What? That's how JFK was killed. I'm just saying that Right now, I'm looking at this photo and I'm going, well, first of all, this is absolutely ridiculous. But second of all, I need to know, I need an oral history of the taking of this photo. Mm -hmm. I need to know who decided this was great. I need to know, like, a good idea. What were the discussions in the room? Who was involved? Who was like, I don't know if we should do that? Who was like, we can get it on the cover of the Daily Telegraph? Who was like, setting it up? What time? Where? What? How would the coordination happen? Who printed out the photos? And did someone say... You should wear all white because then you'll blend in to the bathtub. It does seem the these are all questions I have. White was a deliberate decision because these are just not a matching outfit exactly. Now, in the background of the photo, there are also I also have questions. What is this gallery wall that I'm seeing above the sink? Too many pictures. Well, how many photos? What are these photos? Where am I? What's happening here? It 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 is sort of astounding in the fact that like. There is not a soul on earth who would see this picture of these two people who fit in a bathtub and be like, well, pff, that clears that up. Yeah, no, it's it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. It's like, who came up with this? And you know what I got to know? It's Maxwell Brothers. Dershowitz. You think it's Dershowitz? Only, this, only something this absurd could come out of that man's brain. Yeah, it is, it is pretty the fucking man who wrote crazy. If I did it, if I did it, <laughs> so you've been so you've been falsely accused. So you've been the man who came out after he's been in the middle of being me too. After the uh, you know arrest of Jeffrey Epstein with a book called "So You've Been Falsely Accused," but he got out of it. I know he he got out of it. He's a little wiggly worm. Um, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty incredible photo, and I will say, a little true on tip. Don't do this. Yeah, don't do this. Don't do this. Because but if you're my enemy, if you're listening, please continue to do this. Do do this. So moving on across Europe mm. from one end to the other, because yes, England, you are part of Europe spiritually, which means that I don't like you. But moving on from one end of Europe to the other, mm. we take a little choo-choo train all the way to Romania. Ah, uh, Have you ever been to Romania? I've been to Moldova, mm. which is kind of like Romania. Okay. It's like the... I don't know. I don't. It's kind of the Baja California to Romania's California. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I liked it. I had the best cup of coffee in my life in Moldova. No shit. Yeah, it was really good. Interesting. Um, can you read this quote for me? Yes. I'm not going to do a voice, though. Can you do a voice no. for me? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> you can do any voice you want. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to read it straight. First, they delete you. Then after that, there are imaginary charges and send you to jail. And the third is put a bullet in your head. I've kind of used up one of my lives. So when they were contacting and calling all of these people, it's like they were trying to drum up some charges on me. They're trying to find a reason to send me to jail. Can I do it in my accent? 
First, I delete. Uh, fuck. Wait. I, I'm trying to do this without. I really need your support on this audience. I'm not um, making fun of people who have developmental disabilities when I do this voice. I want to be clear on that. I'm trying to do an impression of Andrew Tate in his bizarre English-American accent. So give me some fucking slack on this. First, I delete you. No, fuck. I can't get it right. First, I delete you. And then after... Wait. Okay. Listen. I really need some slack on this. And then after the imaginary charges... Okay, I can't do this without. I'm sorry. I went to just to be clear here. Like I went to like a school where there's a lot. Of, uh, it's okay for me to do that, but I'm not gonna finish reading the quote. Um, just in case. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're all right, talking so Andrew about Tate. Andrew Tate. <laughs> Andrew Tate. Yeah. Let's talk about what happened. Give our listeners. Let's like little backsy upsies. Little beep 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 beep. I want to plant a little flag in the ground here, right? Put a little helmet on the head. What kind of flag? Romanian. Actually, no, a true Anonian flag. Actually, which is coincidentally the same thing as a Romanian flag. Um, we have been on the tape beat for quite a long time. Since before people even knew who we were talking about. One of our very first him. episodes. Yeah. I mentioned that uh, Jordan Peterson's daughter, Michaela Peterson, her all beef diet apparently extended to Andrew Tate's penis um and uh i you know i described him as a i believe a human trafficker yes and cam girl warehouses i believe is what we talked about oh yeah and look at this 2023 he's in prison so let's go back everyone wants to give greta credit uh-huh they're always giving it to these kids how about this it's give us some credit yeah Give us some credit. I'm I'm not too proud to take shine away from a child. No, well, she first of all, she's an adult now. Is no, she? yeah, she's an adult. So yeah, I'm definitely can take the shine away from her. Greta didn't do shit. All right, it was me. I've been in touch with Romanian authorities since day one. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Back in April 2022, the police. This is in Romania, by the way. Andrew Tate and his brother Tristan Tate live in Romania. Police raid their house and another property that they own. This is apparently due to a tip-off from the U.S. Embassy in Romania. So, Tate, this, there was a lot of, like, there wasn't really any, I think, state, like, there might have been one or two, but there wasn't a lot of statements forthcoming from mm. the Romanian police during this period. So, you know, we found that he he was raided on, on uh, questions of human trafficking, but, the, like, the police never came out and, like, gave a bunch of follow-ups or anything. So, was, right. Andrew was out there. You know, he was going on all kinds of, like, podcasts and on Tucker Carlson, sure. uh, where Tucker compared Andrew Tate's uh, investigation, the investigation into Andrew Tate and human trafficking, uh, to Julian Assange. You know, everyone wants to be a good troll. They want to be a little troll, uh-huh. right? They think, oh, look at me. I'm trolling online. I'm. A- you can't do it as good as Tucker. No, that's a that's a That's great, a fucking great yeah, troll. that's a great troll right yeah. there. Um, but uh, Tate's Tate's excuse at the time, which seems to be accepted by most people, mm. is that this was a case of what he called swatting by the jealous boyfriend of a girl who had been at a party at Andrew Tate's house. So his, mm. I, cause I remember, I remember reading about this and actually watching an interview with him where he sort of described it. And the story that he basically lands on is that uh, there was a girl who was in Romania. For whatever reason, uh, and at Andrew Tate's house, I was posting Instagram stories there. Right, and her boyfriend back in the USA saw those stories and then contacted the embassy, and they called the police. Uh, it just—it seems a little much for me. Yeah, uh, but that was the story, and that was what was commonly accepted uh, by people. Mm. However, that 2022, that April raid, rather, um, that did have the Romanian police that saw the Romanian police rather taking a bunch of documents and uh, what might be termed evidence from uh, some property owned by the Tate brothers. Meanwhile, as I'm sure many of you recall, 2022, especially the latter half saw Andrew Tate's rise to extreme internet stardom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. everyone, No one could stop doing podcast episodes about Hustler Academy. Yeah. We did one. I took Hustler Academy. We kind of, it was like sort of about it, but not really. It was just about being red-pilled. Yeah. And I am, unfortunately, I got to tell you, after watching a lot of stuff, I'm pretty red-pilled. That's how they get you. 
Um, you know that the pill he takes in Total Recall also red pill. No oh, one could be more red pill than, I, than me. Um, anyways, he's reinstated onto Twitter when Elon takes over, right? Mm. Uh, attention, I feel like so fucking stupid. No, I feel like attention around him kind of starts like evening out at yeah. that point. Like, I mean, he's still obviously very popular, but the moment has moved past him. You can only write so many stories, sure. right? Um, on December twenty seventh of last year, so basically a month ago, he out of the blue tweets at Greta Thunberg. Which can I say something about Greta really quick? Mm-hmm. I feel like she. Much like Tavi Gevinson, who I've talked about on the podcast before, of course, um, suffer from this thing where they're just both going to look like, like small, like children for the rest of their lives. Does Tavi Gevinson look like a child? Yes, and I wonder if it's something that we like. Be, it's like a child actor thing too, where Macaulay Culkin was always going to be a baby for the rest of his life. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a child yeah. actor thing. Macaulay Culkin does look like but Macaulay Culkin looks like a baby who is breastfed with pure hair. It's like water. the image of them as a kid is so burned in our brain that we associate anytime we see just them now, it's, it's we super just associate yeah, totally. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Greta, I'm sorry. Maybe dye your hair. Get a wig. Get a wig? You think I think Gre- uh, Greta, if you're listening to No, not to this, a wig. How about just this? Bangs. Dreads. Okay, we dreads. Can go with your way. We're going with dreads. Greta, you need to get fucking dreads. She should get dreads and go like crazy, like eco terrorist. Yeah, and then turf bangs. You need to be for like the, for when she flips. You, I want you to look like that one guy from Children of Men. You know or what I'm talking about? remember the in the Matrix, the crazy the twins. twins. I never saw that, but that definitely did impress yeah, itself on my mind. They definitely had dreads. Anyways, uh, he says to her. Do you want to read this or should I? Um, Might lose some <laughs> listeners if I read this. Oh, okay. I can do it. I have free cards. Okay, you got to do it. I think you should do it. <sighs> Sorry. Andrew Tate possibly has the worst accent in human history, and so it's really difficult for me to do it. I have three cards. <laughs> My Bugatti has a W16 8.0L quad turbo. My two Ferrari 812 Competition have 6.5 L V12s. This is just a start. Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions. Okay, that is an Andrew Tate's accent, but that's as close as I can approach. All right, well, Greta claps back. Okay. Which sounds like the name of a movie, Greta claps back, at Andrew Tate basically telling him... Like, oh, you should email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com, which everyone is like, oh, my God, you're It's like Highly that hasn't tweet. been a hit for, like, months. It's like a little, like. A little asterisk on that, too. Nice. Like, little a little asterisk. late to the game on that. My one piece of, of knowledge that feels like I have to express it every time I hear as any kind of dick energy mm. is put out there. Um, big dick energy was a term coined by a member of the, the, the group Party for Socialism and Liberation in reference to Pete Davidson. Uh, well, shout out to you for inventing I, that then. I just saw that Lotto is going to be on The Bachelor. So let's just leave it at that. Don't know what that means. So anyways, the next day, actually later that same day. Andrew Tate, did you see the video that he made, Liz, clapping back himself? Yeah, with the pizza boxes? It's a rough thing. Here's my thing. I'm like, if you're a guy, you shouldn't be wearing a kimono unless you are a uh, clinically obese, very jolly, uh, kind of, or, or like, I don't know how to describe it. In my head, it's like a 65-year-old dissolute gay man with a open kimono and maybe a necklace. So it's sort of combining like the, the classical producer Jew with like the – Sting. Uh, st- sting? With Sting. I, I don't know. Enough, like a new age – you need like a creepy creepy kind of but like well-intentioned older new age gentleman. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like maybe you've got some, some wood – a wood bead necklace. Yeah. That you got in Bali on your kundalini retreat. Yeah, yeah. I would also add that um, 
Any cool Japanese guy can wear a kimono. Yeah, uh, again, yeah. If you're Japanese, all good. But yeah. I'm saying if you wear a kimono as like a white guy, yeah. you really need to have the full – you know, I got to be honest. Actually, maybe Andrew Tate can wear a kimono because he is kind of – No way. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, okay. Well, he – nevertheless, he's wearing – How tall is Andrew Tate? He's 4'3". He looks like a small man. No, I think he's about – like, he has the energy of like a short guy. Are you saying he has small dick energy? I didn't say anything about that. Um, but. I would say I would say he's probably he's sub six. He's sub six. Yeah, it just feels very like he's six three. Yeah, pres- uh, that's fake. That's online. That's fake. That's fake. I got actually his... no, but he was a professional fighter, so maybe that is real. Actually, anyway. Anyways. Um, he makes a really whack video. And he's handed a pizza box, which does mean that he is a sex trafficker. Uh, and that next day, the Romanian directorate – you never want a, a directorate involved in your life. No. The Romanian directorate for investigating organized crime and terrorism detained Andrew and Tristan Tate plus two Romanian women, Luana Rada and Georgiana Nage. I actually have no idea how to pronounce it, but it's spelled N-A-G-H-E. Um, Romanian's got like all kinds of little dips and dupes above the fucking letters. And mm. so like, listen, if I pronounce something wrong, you know what? Don't Doesn't sue matter. Me, you can pronounce it any way you like. It's a name. Exactly. Uh, on charges of human trafficking and one person of those four on suspicion of rape. Mm. So lots and lots of misinformation, disinformation researchers uh, who also dislike Andrew Tate spend the next day being like, oh, Greta, he got arrested because he did the clapback video and there's a pizza box in there and the pizza box says it's a Romanian. Yeah, I saw those. It's like, dude, how do you think people get in the country? They fucking stamp their passports. (laughs) So like, yes, he got arrested probably because the Romanians knew he was in Romania because he came into the borders of Romania. No, it was the pizza box. It was a pizza box. So – on Saturday, that Saturday, Romania authorities uh, really just like poof, descend on his compounds and take all those Bugattis and the fucking car. They, I think they get about uh, 15 sports cars, a bunch of luxury watches, uh, a bunch of money in different currencies, amounts to about $3.9 million worth of stuff that they grab. Uh Next day, December 30th, that 24-hour hold he was on initially that all four of them were on extended to 30 days and has now been extended another 30 until February 27th. Love it. So he's still in prison. Still in jail, but yes. Wow. Um, And it's kind of as the days go by because a lot of his defenders are coming out there being like – the fucking matrix got him. Like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like they're trying to – they're trying to like uh, come after him for telling young men to like – uh, rape know, women, rape, rape, rape more. Yeah, because uh, I'm like not really. It's kind of unclear on like what advice he's really giving people. It's like yeah. stand up for yourself and like you know it's okay to hit chicks like once every couple of days. Um, but the case kind of comes becomes clear, and uh, what emerges is uh, that Andrew Tate has been luring women over to Romania using what is called the lover boy method. And sorry, what the lover boy method. And uh, and then engaging them in uh, online sex work where he would take most, sometimes maybe all of their money and then maybe not let them leave the country or the house. Got it. So he's a sex trafficker. I would say that would be definitional sex yeah. trafficking. Yeah. But so the lover boy method uh, seems to be – have you heard of this before? No. I feel like I've heard of it before, but what is not this? really. It's it's so it's like it's basically like from what I can understand, you know, you you kind of like get in with a woman, you like seduce her, and like really like are like you're the one for me. Like I love you, I love in you. person love or you. on the internet? Probably both, a okay. mixture of both. I would assume a lot of this was very online, although I, he probably met. These women. Okay. You know, but like it seems to be women he would find maybe on Instagram and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, and he would be like, I want you to move to Romania and like you know, marry me and all this kind of stuff. They would fly to Romania and he would set them up with these two women that he was involved with, which the other two – the two women that got arrested along with him and his brother, one of whom is a former Romanian police officer. 
he would set them up with them and they would sort of like essentially like get these women to start doing OnlyFans mm. or Chatterbait or whatever, those like websites, mm. you know, uh, cam cam girl stuff. Um, and there would be, I guess one thing like, cause he did talk about this very openly in interviews too, but cause you know, he, he was known to be a, uh, cam girl pimp. Right. Um, but his whole thing was like not getting women who had experience in the trade. So he would get women who had Yeah, because not, that's the trafficking part. Exactly. And it's also just like you could probably – if somebody doesn't know how the business works and like all this stuff, you could also probably get them to take a – like you could rip them off more. And yeah. so – Easier to traffic. Easier to traffic. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, uh, Andrew Tate has also been engaged uh, along with his rise to stardom in a years-long campaign of uh, basically telling on himself – at every available opportunity. Mm. So one thing that you don't want to do is go on podcasts, numerous podcasts, and brag about how you moved to Romania because the judicial system is corrupt, because you can get into organized crime easier, because tax fraud's easier, and because they don't arrest you for rape. Yeah, this is what I never understood about Tate and like all these people kind of rushing to defend him, especially when – you know, yeah, there was like, especially when he got banned and all that shit. Remember all those people rushing yeah, yeah. out to be like, oh, he's just like a jo- whatever, whatever, whatever. Like he's been on multiple podcasts and shows and YouTubes and whatever, literally talking about how he's raped women. So that's that's one thing that like really kind of blows my mind about a lot of this stuff because he's become sort of like a cause du jour for like a lot of conservative and then like – anti-woke people and yeah. stuff like that. Until and, he basically got arrested, I would I, say. I would say still, yeah, I would say it's a lot of like people kind of like fell off, yeah. fell off. Like, know, fell off. My bad. Kind of walked not, away. Yeah, but like I would say there's still a lot of people who go pretty hard in the paint for him because he is, I just said hard in the paint. I noticed that. That's when you stick your erect penis into a big old gallon of paint and swirl that motherfucker no. around. It's the little um, – what do you always say about basketball? The scritch, the of the scritch sh- and the scratch of the shoe in the basketball court. There you go. Going hard in the paint, That's man. what that means. Oh, hard in the paint's a basketball reference. Yes. Okay. Well, thought it was sort of like a home improvement thing. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Andrew Tate is by his own definition and, in fact, calls himself this, a pimp. And a pimp is a pretty low sort of person, right? Mm. Not a lot of people like pimps. Traditionally – Kind of a job where uh, I would say an overwhelming part of the job description is the abuse and exploitation of very vulnerable women. Yes. And it, it was it's sort of astounding to see because Andrew Tate would describe himself as somebody uh, – often would describe himself as somebody who is uh, – into conservative social values, right? Like he likes traditional women. He is like traditional masculine values. And while it is true that throughout history uh, it has been normal in many societies to treat women very poorly, uh, I'm really not sure exactly when it was like traditionally okay to be like just a, a, a pimp taking women across borders. Mm. Well, um, unfortunately for quite a long time. Yeah, actually. yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> true. But like um, – so we also find out that you know some women come forward in a Vice documentary and some articles uh, about his 2015 arrest for rape in yeah. England, um, and some text messages come out, including him saying things like "I love raping you" or "I loved raping you," and another woman who came out and said that Andrew strangled her. Ugh, what a fucking pig! I know. The Romanian prosecutors also released some text messages. A little too long to go into here, but. Um, Basically just showing essentially what we've described here, like him convincing women to come out to Romania and then uh, involving them in uh, in an online sex trade. And as part of his Hustlers University course, he would talk about how the main thing is is to basically give the women zero dollars to tell them – to have them sign fake tax forms every once in a while and say that you're taking more of their money to pay for taxes when in actuality you're just taking their money from them. Uh, he wouldn't let women leave the house without an escort. Uh, and it's pretty nasty business. Yeah. He's a fucking – I. this guy's got – I hope he fucking rots in Romanian jail. I have a feeling he will be probably going to Romanian prison because that's another thing. You don't want to go to a country like Romania and then be like, these guys will never arrest me. They're such fucking corrupt idiots. And yeah. then you will probably 
get ar- get arrested. Good riddance. Moving on to our third. And this one, Liz, listen, I want to acknowledge some listener feedback. The Utah series was difficult to follow. For who? Not for us. (laughs) But sometimes people would be like, I had to listen to this episode two or three times. First of all, let me clear something up. If you're not listening to every single episode that we do... Two or three times? What are you doing? We got to juice those numbers. What are you doing? We got to juice the numbers. What, you don't think we have anything to say? You What, we don't speak quickly enough for you? I understand and acknowledge that podcasts are a difficult way to imbibe complex information due to the fact that most of the time you're listening to this, you're also supposed to be doing complex problems while you're training to become a nuclear technician for the United States military. However... However, at the beginning of all of those true Utah detect, I can't even pronounce it, but there are Utah episodes. We did kind of give an overview of the case that I feel like made sense, right? So maybe practice a little active listening. You know who did think it made sense? Utah police? The Utah police. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so David Hamblin, mm. who is sort of the focal point of our series on Utah. One of the focal points. One of the focal points. Yes. But I would say the anchor. Of our Utah series. One of the anchors. One of the anchors. Okay. Has been arrested. Yes. So, all right. <laughs> I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going this back is a test. in time. This is, I, do you, you need to go back and re-listen about three or four I times. I do. I do need to. I did have to look at our notes again. David Hamblin came to light because he was a friend of a guy named David Levitt. Okay? These are two different Davids. Hamblin... And Levitt. David Levitt was the DA of Salt Lake City. I've already tuned out. Okay. The sheriff's office. Oh, boy. Gave a press conference talking about ritualistic child sex abuse. You got me back. I'm back in. And a cup, not naming anybody. A couple of days later, David Levitt comes out and gives a press conference saying that this was a political investigation and that he was being looked at. You lost me again. So Levitt was also in an election against a guy named David Gray, who we don't even need to talk about that. There's too many Davids here. (laughs) He lost that election. Um, It was confusing at the time because it looked like there actually was something to these, this investigation. Yeah. However, David Levitt's part in the abuse, this is where it gets really confusing. This is where? (laughs) It still is confusing. (laughs) David Levitt, the DA's part in the abuse, we read the documents. Yes. That did seem very far-fetched. Those were rather fantastical stories. Yes. However, David Hamblin, a former therapist and mid-ranking member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Mm. and high-ranking member of the Oklahoma Native American Church, which was essentially a front for marijuana operations. And maybe some other operations. Maybe some other operations. Hamblin did seem like he was guilty. Oh, yes. In fact, yeah. Like 100% yes. seemed like he was guilty. And some really, really disturbing – I mean, yeah. And I think it was the second episode when we really got into some of the um, – you know, some of the testimony from some of the alleged victims. Yeah. Some really, really gruesome stuff. Really gruesome and stuff. And really, really upsetting and difficult yeah. shit to go over. Uh, Hamblin mm. has was arrested. Actually, back in September, yeah, on three counts of sodomy with a child, two counts of aggravated sexual abuse of a child, and rape of a child. One month later, in October, still in custody, he was charged with six counts of aggravated sexual abuse of a boy who was his client when he was a therapist in the 1990s. Um, 
This is in addition, by the way, and this is one. This is actually in reference to the episode you're talking about. This is one of the cases we talked yeah. about. This is in addition to another victim who was diagnosed by David Hamblin as having multiple personality disorder as a result of child sexual abuse. A diagnosis, a diagnosis, which was then used by Hamblin in order to cover up his own abuse of the victim. Yeah. And so now he is in jail facing a lot of really heavy charges. And uh, yeah, I mean, I assume that more will come out about this as well. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. That's me, sh- that's me shooting. Three of Trunon's targets. Down for the count. Well, I will say there is another one. But we're not going to tell you who. No, I will. Oh. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has <laughs> been arrested. Black Hawk Helicopters has landed at a little bodega in the Bronx, grabbed the cafecito right out of her hand, and put her in those little twist ties, and unfortunately black bagged her. Before she could get her little sandwich. Before she could get her little... Don't get me started on these little fucking sandwiches. You don't like them? No. What do you get? Nothing. You don't get a... What do you mean? (laughs) A sandwich at the bodega? Where else do you get a sandwich? That's the problem. This is something I really want to talk about, actually. In other cities where... All right. In California and San Francisco, we just call them liquor stores or corner stores, right? But the corner stores don't have... They're not... They don't have sandwiches. They don't have sandwiches. They don't have sandwiches. Something Some some do. Some do. And those would be called bodegas. Like the one Mm -hmm. under your old apartment, Young Chomsky, in San Francisco. Okay. I would call that one a bodega. Our image... Our image was a... It's a great sandwich. I wouldn't call that a bodega. I don't know what a bodega means. I mean... We don't I would call it a bodega, but I will say this. It's a liquor they store made sandwich. more of a sandwiches as opposed to just the bodega sandwich where you get just Exactly. The, yeah. yeah. That was like a real sandwich shop in a yeah. in, and it was Chop good. Cheese. They had I mean, good fucking you know, falafel and shit there. Yeah. Uh anyways. Because of the amount of bodegas in New York City, hmm. there aren't that many sandwich shops. Too much competition. Interesting. Yeah. But you could just go to the bodega. Yeah, I could, but would I? Why not? Don't ask me. I live in the suburbs. Me? Because they're all my friend there, and they like me so much mm. at the bodega. <laughs> and you're always dancing. I'm always dancing in there. I go behind there. I smoke. And you're like, oh, my God, is that a cat? Inside. Wow. Wow. You guys have a cat in your store? Someone from the New York Times should take a photo of I'm going to tell you this. If you guys are impressed by cats in liquor stores, or excuse me, they don't sell liquor at stores here. They sell them in a specific store you have to go to to only get liquor. Yeah, that's called the liquor store. That is fucking insane. Wow. Wait till we do our show in Boston and find out how they do it up there. I'm not going to find out a damn thing about that doing there because I'm being locked inside. You guys are putting me in a coffin the entire time. You guys think a cat in a a fucking corner store is impressive? It's it's a bodega. Wait till you see the zoo. That's nothing but animals in that store. Well, those are different kinds of cats. Big cats. Big cats, but they got. But bears you need a bigger place because of the bigger cat. They got big. I'd be more. It'd imp- be very weird if you went to a zoo and it was just like a tabby cat. A tabby cat in there. I'd be like, "What's up with the zoo?" And some dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That'd be so weird. Yeah, yeah, they should. That's called the yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways, call me a motherfucking kill shelter because I'd be going in those bodegas and just strangling those cats. Oh my god. <laughs> That would be so awful. Can you imagine if there was like a, that feels like a very New York Post story, you know, the like bodega. Yeah, bodega cat strangler. Yeah. I got to tell you, just, it's just, you know, it's just, I'm sick of hearing them. I shouldn't know that they have cats in liquor stores in New York. I mean, what year is it? I mean, I feel like, yeah. Wake me up, wake me up when you have a monkey in there, okay? I bet some of them do. Uh, yeah, I know. Let me see it. Let him Sh- work. Hey, if you know where the monkeys are at. In New York, if you got the deets on the monkeys, yeah, hit the DMs. Or wake me up. Let me see your gun if I walk into one of the uh, stores. I don't think that's Let a good... Let me point mine at you and you point yours <laughs> at me. And we go our separate ways. You know, people don't really have monkeys anymore. That was a very 90s thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, remember that moment? But Ross remember, had a monkey. I was nine. Yeah, but do you remember? Uh, yeah, I do remember. I feel like monkeys were pretty big. And monkey bone kind of healed it. Yeah, Ross had a monkey. That was a whole – it's crazy that writers on NBC were like, 
second season, we're giving Ross a monkey. Uh, did he get a monkey in Friends? Yeah. Wasn't that was big... like a totally like a big character arc. Wasn't a fan of that show. I love that show. You know why? Why? They're all friends. It's nice. Yeah, fair enough. Also, Rachel Green, great outfit. That's the woman? A woman? The bl- That's like the hippie woman? No, that's Phoebe Buffet. Okay. Don't know who that is then. It's time to call it. I'm Liz. My name. You're Brace Buffet. I'm the I'm the <laughs> warden. Uh, yeah, Brace Buffet. A warden here at uh, New Orleans State Prison. And uh, of course, we have here my number one inmate. The guy who does my bookkeeping for me. Uh-oh. I hope he never has a reason to get revenge and escape the prison. Uh, young Chomsky. Um... You know the guy, you know, I'm not going to go into this. What? I'm just saying, like, people, Shawshank Redemption. I never You saw know, it. in the book, he's in there for pedophilia. Really? No, I just made that up. Oh. Uh, and the podcast is called True or Not. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Jeff, 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 Jeff.